Maloney, and we're ready to uh, open the meeting for um, the uh, Lawrence Regional Airport Aviation Advisory Board. And Scott will talk first. Great. Good evening, everyone. My name is Scott Wagner. I'm the Lawrence Airport Manager, and welcome to the February 7th meeting of the Aviation Advisory Board. And I just have a few housekeeping items for this hybrid meeting. City staff and aviation board members will be in person at City Hall. Virtual participation is allowed for any participant, including staff and the public. Live public comment can be made in person or at City Hall or virtually using the Zoom link. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel and cable channel 25. If you are on Zoom, please remember to mute yourself during the meeting when you are not speaking. The chat function for this meeting is disabled and all chats will go directly to me. When the chair calls for in-person public comment, individuals should indicate if they wish to speak and staff will direct you to the podium. Individuals participating via Zoom should use the raise hand function to indicate they wish to speak. Please state your name before speaking and comments will be limited to three minutes. The city reserves the right to mute people or turn individual videos off to minimize distractions during the meeting. And now I'll turn the meeting back over to our board chair, Clancy Maloney. Thank you. We have uh, four members present and one on Zoom, so we do have a quorum. Um, Jim Laster is on travel and en route right now, so we won't see him, but David, is Dave, our KU representative, is uh, on Zoom. I guess the first order of business would be to uh, approve the minutes from November 1st, 2023. And I had a couple of minor corrections, and I think uh, Scott has already taken care of those about um, the, uh, <clears throat> the voting on anything because he was listed as a voting person on the minutes, and that will be repaired already. Does anybody else have any other corrections from that meeting? Okay, I'd like a motion to um, accept those minutes, please. I so move. Chris Coleman moves. Do I have a second? I'll second. Carrie Gooch seconds. Anybody opposed? Okay, the minutes carry. And how about some public comment? Do we have any tonight? Okay. Moving right along. So land speed record tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, you say that. <laughs> Famous last word. Okay, uh, I guess uh, is Mr. Is I'll, I'll give the Garver report on the okay. project, Clancy. All right, go ahead, Scott. Yeah, so Christine, if you want to pull up that uh, memo on the master plan update, I did let uh, John Rosses know he didn't need to zoom in from Alabama today, but let's see what she pulls up here. Um, yeah, so we did have our first uh, process at the airport open house on January 10th, and those were the presentation slides that John Rostis uh, and the Garver staff presented uh, at that visioning uh, session on January 10th. It was a snowy day, but I think we had a, a good turnout for that meeting, and I did post those to the agenda tonight so that the public uh, would have access to those presentation materials. Um, John just kind of went over some of the nuts and bolts of what an airport uh, master plan entails and what it does and does not do. And then he uh, provided an update memo, memo as to um, kind of the uh, work completed to date and the work underway and the upcoming items. I also posted just today uh, his notes from uh, the stakeholder interview. So those are 
also available um, on the agenda documents for tonight. So here's John's update. Uh, work completed to date. Um, we had the uh, project kickoff meeting on January 10th. Uh, interviews were held with some of the project steering committee members. And um, I see Mr. Tillman here today. So I think he was. And, uh, Lloyd Hetrick, some of the people that were interviewed uh, that, that day uh, by Garver. And then we had the visioning session that afternoon uh, at the airport with uh, a broader uh, stakeholder group. And I, I thought that went uh, well. And again, I've posted the Garver notes from that visioning session. And then that evening, we had a airport open house. Uh, the next day, Garver staff uh, took a tour of the airport, uh, kind of an inventory of existing conditions, and they're currently working on um, aviation activity forecasting. So that's kind of the work in progress. One of the things that will feed into that aviation activity forecasting and I've given uh, Garver the, the link to this, and I'll talk about it more on my airport manager's report, but we did get the uh, airport monitoring systems uh, receiver up and running at the airport, so we're starting to get uh, real-time data in terms of airport activity going on out there. I'll have something more to share at our next meeting. They've just given us the, uh, the kind of the public uh, interface for that. Um, data that, that comes in, and I just got a kind of a training with that company on Friday, so not quite in a position to share a lot of that uh, data coming in, but it, it's, it's exciting to have, and I think it will really help Garver with the master planning process. So the work currently underway is... Um, the things I just mentioned, and they're also working on the aeronautical uh, survey. So uh, as part of the master planning uh, process, there will be a, a survey of the airport going on, and that was a, a big component of the actually the, the project costs as well. Uh, deliverables, they uh, did put together that visioning sessioning memo. Again, I have posted that to tonight's agenda. And then the next deliverables, an inventory of existing conditions, forecast of aviation activity, chapters so that's that's kind of where we stand in terms of the, uh, the master plan work by Garver and they'll be happy to try to answer any other questions if the I know several members of the board um, took part in that process Clancy okay anybody have questions Carrie did you have any comments you wanted to make about the stakeholders process no I uh I did. Well, I say no, and then I start talking. <laughs> um, I did get a chance to participate in the interviews uh, that morning, and I thought that was a great opportunity. I think we had a really great conversation. Garver, folks from Garver, asked really great questions. So I'm excited to kind of see that process as it goes along. Okay, um, Mr. Tillman, is there anything you'd like to say about the stakeholder meeting? Not at this point. Okay. All right. Anybody else? David, I think they talked to you too. Do you have any, David? Uh, they scheduled you after the January 10th, so did you have anything you wanted to in, in, interject here? Um, no, it was a good conversation. We spoke a lot about, obviously, upcoming projects related to uh, the 11th of Mississippi and mm -hmm. opportunities that might be able to present, as well as um, uh, World Cup upcoming, you know, just for more uh, visioning uh, and related to taking advantage of those opportunities but uh, no we had a good conversation okay great thank you all right anybody else on the Garver situation there and now the apron project Scott yeah I'm not seeing Brett Holt online do we want to 
but I can go ahead and cover his report. I mean, okay. I've, I've posted it. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about this project at a couple different uh, sections in our agenda tonight. But we do, if you guys recall, have a Kansas Airport Improvement grant to design the apron project. So that's currently under design. Uh, Garver has that contract. And Brett has provided an update on uh, kind of the work completed to date. Um, so as part of his report, and Christina has it pulled up here, kind of shows really the the nuts and bolts of the real need, and, and certainly Lloyd knows this as well as most users of the airport, that the apron uh, needs to be reconstructed. Um, the PCI rating is dismal. Um, we're at a point where we've got to get this project done. I'm thankful that we got the KIP grant to at least get the design started, because if we hadn't, we'd be doing nothing at this point. Um, so we've got that work underway, and we'll talk more tonight about the uh, other grants that we have for hopefully moving this project across the finish line and getting it to construction. Um, so further down in Brett's memo, there's a, a, a topographical survey going on. And one of the things that we certainly want to address, and Lloyd and I have talked about it the last couple years, is uh, the drainage. Um, off of the apron, there's some low points that, that tends to slope towards the terminal building, so that'll be addressed uh, during this project. I've told Lloyd the last couple of years, yep, we're going to fix it uh, during the apron reconstruction. So, you know, that's that's part of this project, too. Um, Brett notes uh, some of the other things that have already been completed. The airspace analysis, that's the 7460 report that has to be submitted and approved by FAA for any real construction activities that take place at an airport. Uh, we've shared with Lloyd some of the construction safety and phasing plans. Um, so I think he uh, will work with Lloyd on you know what works best in terms of the, the different phasing for construction of that project with airport operations. And uh, Garver has some good alternatives there. And uh, I'm sure by our next meeting, as we get further along, we'll, we'll share uh, some of those uh, documents with you guys as well. Um, his note on pavement design, again, kind of goes back to that first uh, bullet point in the memo that we did some core samples out at the airport about a year and a half ago to really figure out if the apron needs a full-blown reconstruction or if just a mill and overlay can take care of most of the uh, the problems we're seeing at the apron. And uh, Brett notes that... Uh, um, you know, really just a millen overlay, three inch millen overlay should uh, take care of the problems uh, at the apron. And the upcoming deliverables, a uh, 60% uh, report should be done by next week. And um, we'll keep moving on that project. Okay. I'm not sure I see Brett online yet, so I'll be happy to answer any questions about that. And like I say, we'll talk more about this project when we get into some of the uh, the funding items for tonight. Okay. If Brett comes, just let me know and we'll let him say his piece when he comes on. Okay. Um, and I guess the, the last thing under the agenda items is the update on the FAA Airport Improvement Program. Uh, for yeah. 2025 to 2029. Yeah. Get to that memo. So if you recall, every year we kind of update uh, the FAA Airport Improvement Program. And this year I asked Garver to really kind of update the uh, data sheets that we have to submit into the FAA system. They didn't really do that last year because we felt like uh, it had 
the cost estimates really are what these are for these projects had been updated uh, the year before. Uh, and so we didn't really do a whole lot of uh, updating last year to the FAA data sheets, but we did this year. So Garver's updated those numbers, and th these are all projects we've talked about in the past. Uh, probably the new element that we have some better numbers on, if you recall last year, we added the uh, extension of taxiway D, uh, which you guys as a board really brought to my attention that this was something that uh, needed to be at the top of the list in terms of the five-year improvement program. So Garver put some numbers together on that. We've got that uploaded into the uh, FAA data system. But just kind of a quick recap on where we stand uh, with our projects and, and funding. So the rehab of taxiways A, B, and C, updated numbers there. Rehab of taxiway A lighting. Uh, if you look at the memo there, and then there's also an Excel spreadsheet attached, we've got a Kansas Airport Improvement Program grant for both design of that project and partial funding of construction in the amount of $490,000. Um, so we'll also talk about you know getting that project into the city's uh, CIP program as well. This all gets a little bit confusing perhaps because you know we, we talk about different uh, CIP processes. This I really consi consider the FAA's CIP list uh, that we submit into the uh, FAA system. The FAA calls it the Airport Improvement Program and that's you know the, the primary source really of funding for airports across um, the country um, and we take advantage of those funds and and the thing I didn't really include in our in this memo tonight is, you know, we're in this period of time where the city has access to our bipartisan infrastructure legislation funds, our bill funds. You know, we were allocated $295,000 annually for five years under the bill legislation uh, that passed a couple years ago. We applied two years of that program funding to the taxi lane reconstruction project. So we've got three more years left of that pot of funds from FAA that uh, we can really apply to the apron project. Uh, and that will be our next steps is to, you know, meet with FAA Central Region staff and get that programmed into um, FAA funding for uh, next year. Um, so that's the apron project. We've also got a state of Kansas grant in the amount of $800,000 for construction of that project. Um, like I already said, the, it's already under contract for design and Garver is doing that through a KIP grant. Uh, the extension of taxiway D, we have not programmed that into any uh, city uh, CIP list yet, but we can certainly do that and that's another item on our agenda tonight. Rehab of runway 119, those cost numbers were just kind of updated. That's on our five year list, but not as, I would say, as high of a priority as our other projects. Reconstructing uh, the airport access road, um, you know, that's on our five-year list because if you recall, two years ago, we got the grant through the, again, the bipartisan infrastructure legislation for the, uh, the airport terminal improvements in the, in 
the range of about a million dollars. And we thought we were going to be able to also improve Airport Road with that grant, but um, just not enough funds to go around. But with that project, we were able to design those improvements to Airport Road and to the long-term parking out there. So we've got that set of project plans on the shelf ready to bid. Uh, so we applied for a third round of ATP funding uh, for that project. Uh, we, we can also move that into um, the city CIP process to see how that would score, um, as well as continue to ask FAA for uh, funding of that. But I would say in terms of the, the five-year list of projects, that's uh, lower on the priority list. So as I put at the bottom of my memo, you know, you guys have given uh, staff good direction in terms of the priority of these projects and uh, how we'll pursue funding with FAA Central Region staff as well as with our own City of Lawrence internal uh, CIP processes. Uh, so really I see the, the top projects as being our, our apron project and, and in fact um, Melissa Sieben and I had a meeting today to discuss um, City of Lawrence CIP processes and how uh, we really probably need to rescore that apron project because it didn't score as highly as it probably should have. So we think with uh, a rescoring of that project, it hopefully should get up into a, a funded category in this coming budget cycle. Um, so I'm optimistic about that. And, um, you know, probably the same way with the rehab of taxiways, uh, A, B, and C lighting, since we have um, the KIP grant for uh, partial funding of that project. It should score better uh, in this year's round of internal uh, City of Lawrence uh, CIP um, projects. And so, as I pointed out in the memo, tonight's meeting is, is perfect timing in terms of the, the city's processes and budget and CIP processes, and certainly uh, Melissa or Angela can, can speak to that, and we will take your recommendations uh, on both of these items. Uh, to staff for plugging into both um, our internal budgets and the, the city uh, CIP process. But this first agenda is really item is just a looking at our um, recommended list of um, FAA airport improvement program projects for the next few years. And we see that again every year. Okay, thanks Scott. And just for everybody's general information, I believe that this projection for the FAA um, actually coincides very well with the priorities list that the Aviation Board um, Infrastructure and, and uh, uh, Capital Improvement um, Committee had suggested in terms of both the master plan and what we think the priorities for on the airport generally. So I, I think this looks terrific. Okay. I'd also like to commend our airport manager for his partnership and guiding us through that process. It was invaluable. Indeed. <laughs> okay. Anybody? There is an action item tonight on that item. Okay. Oh, we need to uh, take action on it. I'd like a a motion to approve the FAA five-year airport improvement capital improvement plan for 2025 through 2029. May I, I so motion? move? Tiffany, did you? Okay, second. All second. Chris seconded. All in favor? Aye. 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 David? Aye. Okay. Five zero. Okay. Thank you. 
And then uh, the next is staff items, the um, capital improvement program and budgetary recommendations for the city on Lawrence Capital Improvement Program and the airport budget for 2025. Um, Scott, did you want to talk to that again? Or yeah, exactly. So, anybody else over there? These are two related items. I probably should have just put this as another agenda yeah. item, but uh, really seeking, you know, your again the board direction on at least a couple of these items. So, um, as I mentioned, the timing is perfect for um, the city's budget cycle to make some recommendations on um, how staff should uh, look at a couple of these projects. Um, so, as I mentioned today, that really getting the apron project into uh, the approved list of city items to be funded under our own internal uh, capital improvement program is is a top priority I, I think you know I'm kind of optimistic that that will be hopefully a approved for funding in the 2025 budget cycle um, you know kind of the critical thing about that is you know we got this Kansas Airport Improvement Grant uh, that only has about a two-year window to you know get that get those funds uh, being utilized so you know I, I'm optimistic that um, that will happen the other project that's been in the city's uh, CIP list is the rehab of taxiways a B and C replacement lighting uh, upgrading those to uh, LED lighting systems so we have a KAIP grant for that project, um, and we can get started on that um, this year. Um, but again, it, it's not in an approved uh, funding scenario um, in terms of the, the city's uh, capital improvement program. Um, again, I'm hoping it will score better uh, with this round of scoring. Uh, due to the fact that we have, um, you know, the KIP uh, grant, and we can also partner with FAA for uh, funding of that project. The project that hasn't been in the city's uh, CIP list is the project we talked about last year, the extension of Taxiway D. Uh, so we'll get that project turned in uh, in terms of the, the city's capital improvement plan. A couple other things that uh, we talked about as staff was replacement of the community hangar roof. Uh, we did talk about that as staff last week. Um, Lloyd and I have talked about that. The, uh, the hangar roof on the community hangar does need a replacement. It's been uh, submitted in the past under a city CIP project. We'll do that again this year. There could be funds internally for uh, a roof repair. And we're kind of waiting to, to see how other city uh, maintenance projects shake out there, but it's, it's a top priority for sure in terms of uh, getting that roof repaired. And the final item uh, on my memo tonight is, um, and, and something you guys have talked about the last couple years, is to put in a program improvement for uh, funding a full-time airport manager. Uh, it's something that MSO has put in um, the last couple of budget rounds, but it just hasn't been included in the city manager's recommended budget. I did point out that in December of this year, we did get an email from FAA Central Region staff kind of encouraging us to have a full-time airport manager, and so that certainly will be taking into uh, consideration in this year's budget cycle um yeah so i'll be happy to answer questions or melissa or angela might have something to add to that since they're the the budget gurus anything else to add melissa angela okay just that requests for cip items have to be in um in the next week so 
Um, these numbers will be crunched quickly. Um, general budget, um, non-CIP, so under $100,000 items go in over the next couple of months. So we're just starting to work on all of that. Thank you. Um, I would like to make a little bit further comment on the requested action, and I also believe that we need to um, uh, motion on that. But first of all, I want to say that um, I got a call from an important personage about uh, recent uh, publicity about our airport for the master plan, and I believe that we have significant uh, interest in Washington to continue that. And I think the either Melissa or, or Angela <laughs> managed to send uh, the Sen Senator Moran to me one morning. So um, I think the, the more we take the FAA's advice about getting a full-time airport manager and appropriate staff to go with it eventually, the better off we're going to be in terms of getting federal money. So um, that said, uh, I would like a motion to go ahead and recommend that this uh, 2025 budget be um, recommended to the city and that we also further very strongly recommend that the uh, city look into funding a full-time airport manager position. So I would like a motion to that effect. Anybody? I'll make that motion. Harry, and a second? I'll second. Chris seconds. Um, any discussion? Okay. Um, all in favor? Aye. 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 Okay. Aye. David, five, five, zero. Okay. There you go. It's all yours. Okay. Uh, Scott, you get to talk some more. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll keep moving tonight. I know we've had some long meetings of the past few meetings, so maybe we'll get through tonight's meeting in a timely fashion. So my airport manager's report, just kind of summarizing uh, the things that's been going on since our last regular meeting. I know we met in a special meeting on December 4th, I believe it was. So mm -hmm. just want to thank all the board members that turned out for that special meeting that day where we heard you know, uh, the proposals from uh, Dream Air and you guys spent a lot of time uh, on that day here at City Hall. So, so thank you for your time and effort uh, at that special meeting back in December. Uh, airport presentations, uh, I did present to the Breakfast Optimist on November 21st. And here coming up next week, I have a presentation on the airport before the Lawrence Douglas County Economic Development Corporation Board of Directors. So I'm looking forward to talking about the airport in front of that group. Um, Tiffany reached out to me about hosting a new member reception at the airport terminal on March 5th uh, from 4 to 6, and I'll let her talk about that when you get to your board discussion, but that's an exciting opportunity, I think, to uh, show off the terminal to uh, a broader um, spectrum of our community, and uh, we'll have some, hopefully, some fun that evening, too. So. Um, I think I reported on this KDOT Innovative Technology Grant that we had applied for at our last board meeting, um, but they reached out to us. We, we had turned in a concept application. They reached out to us and said, we're kind of interested, turn in a, a full-blown application for an eVTOL study. And that, that study would be to basically determine the energy requirements for having an eVTOL vertiport 
at our airport. They replied back uh, finally that uh, and gave us official notice that while they were interested, uh, that they didn't feel like just the study alone met the uh, program requirements. However, there is another KDOT um, program that's out there, and we've, I've got a meeting with Garver's staff on Friday to see if uh, this particular project uh, could fall under the um, other KDOT program that I was emailed about uh, just a few weeks ago. So I'm still optimistic we could possibly uh, get that funded. Um, the next item just kind of I've posted to the agenda just all the different uh, AAAE and South Central chapter uh, committees that I'm involved in. Um, lots of neat items uh, were posted to the agenda tonight, so I won't go over those, but um, they, they, those groups are really keeping me up to date in terms of uh, airport safety and kind of the, the cutting edge uh, advanced air mobility topics that uh, a couple of those groups are involved in. Uh, the airport monument sign is under uh, fabrication uh, right now. I know we've got a sign permit. Uh, Kyle Gontrowitz, who uh, is gone this week, has really been uh, working on that project for me. I'm cautiously optimistic. Maybe we'll get it installed by March 5th for the uh, airport event. Uh, right. Um, but we'll see. Uh, we're... Um, we're on track with the permitting. I know Westar needs to install a pole out there to get power to it. So we're, we're working on that. And uh, we'll hopefully have a brand new monument sign here, uh, here shortly. We did have a meeting last week with uh, PEC on the airport sanitary sewers study. They've got 90% project plans done. Um, and basically, they, they are recommending that um, a four-inch force main be constructed to connect uh, the holding tank that is currently out at the airport uh, with the rest of the city sanitary sewer system at roughly TP Junction. Um, they're going to continue to finalize those um, project plans. We will um, update uh, construction costs. We asked them to do that uh, at that meeting uh, last week so we can update our CIP processes as well. That project is on a City of Lawrence CIP list for uh, the years further out in terms of uh, possible funding of that project. So, um, you know, good progress is being made there. <laughs> Let's see, the Kansas Airport Joint Task Force I've reported on throughout last year. I'm super stoked about the efforts of, of that particular uh, group. So I laid up on your DS kind of the uh, position paper, the Kansas Association at Airports. We have successfully kind of partnered with KDOT on the results of this task force study. They presented the data from this study to the Senate Transportation Committee meeting a couple weeks ago, and their data pretty much showed, you know, the, the dismal straits of a lot of airports statewide, and that the state uh, really needs to increase funding uh, to this program. It's currently being funded statutorily at the $5 million level, and it's been at that level for uh, over 10 years now. Uh, so a bill was introduced last year uh, in the legislature by Senator Clays of uh, Salina, Senate Bill 272, that would increase funding to $18 million with that uh, K 
KIP program. Our kind of compromise position that we've uh, reached at uh, with uh, KDOT Aviation is to support a $15 million uh, level of funding for KAIP. So I actually just got confirmation uh, this afternoon that a hearing will be held next Wednesday, Valentine's Day, for uh, Senate Bill 272 in front of the Senate Ways and Means Committee. So that would be a very nice Valentine's present to uh, Kansas airports if we can move that bill out of committee to the full Senate and uh, onto the House. So. Um, please feel free to uh, promote support of Senate Bill 272 to uh, anyone, uh, including our local uh, legislative delegation. I've also been working with the um, Airport Owners and Pilots Association. Tom Chandler is a regional representative and uh, they are gonna support uh, this bill. Uh, Melissa Sieben uh, signed a letter uh, yesterday uh, with the city's support of this bill. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce uh, has already submitted testimony, so I feel like we've got some good momentum going on uh, this particular Senate bill. Let's see. Uh, the next item is, you know, I feel uh, like we've got momentum going with the new KDOT Aviation Director. His name is Ray Seif. He uh, presented that report in front of Senate Transportation a couple weeks ago. He is a former airport manager uh, with uh, the Augusta Airport. Certainly understands the needs of Kansas airports, so I was certainly happy with that uh, appointment of Ray Seif as the uh, KDOT Aviation Director. Uh, a couple of these things I've already reported on, the airport monitoring system data. Um, I just got off a call this afternoon with our first organizing uh, meeting uh, for the Kansas Association of Airports uh, annual conference. We pushed that to the fall this year, October 9th, 10th, and 11th, due to the fact that there's a uh, somewhat of a competing conference of the uh, South Central chapter of, of AAAE is meeting in May in Wichita. So we pushed our conference out into the fall. So those are the dates for that. And uh, since it's nearby in Topeka, I hope, and I know it's uh, an item on your guys' agenda tonight, I hope as many of our board members can attend. I know quite a few of you guys attended in Atchison last year. Um, we should have a great program again. And I just found out this afternoon that the uh, Air Force Thunderbirds will be in Topeka that weekend as well. So it uh, should be a, a good weekend for airports in Topeka. The aircraft inventory report is something I have to update to FAA every year. Our numbers didn't really change a whole lot uh, from last year's report, but I've provided those. I attached to our agenda a pretty cool article that appeared in the fourth quarter of 2023 Lawrence Business Magazine uh, about uh, our airport, and there she is, uh, Clancy Maloney. The uh, article was entitled Math on the Fly. They interviewed uh, Lloyd Hetrick as well. Uh, there's a nice picture of Lloyd in that. Did you ever see it, uh, Lloyd, uh, that article? Yeah. Uh, nice story about the airport. So uh, we like all the publicity uh, we can get. Um, the next item at our December 4th special meeting, we had the aviation airport uh, business application documents that Aviation Management Consulting Group had prepared. Uh, we did go ahead and finalize those documents, and those are posted tonight uh, for you guys' review. And I have pushed those out to the uh, Dream Air um, team of that they can uh, complete those documents as they move forward with their project. And I don't really have an update on, on their particular project tonight. I know they, um, 
their land plan engineering staff met with our Garver staff uh, last week to kind of further refine their uh, project design. So uh, that project continues to move forward. Final couple items. Uh, Aviation Day at the Capitol is February 15th. So I uh, hope to see Kerry Gooch over there for that day. I know he's uh, at the Capitol every day during the legislative session, but it's always a great day to uh, talk about uh, aviation and our KAA organization will have a booth that day as well. I guess the final item I had was our tenant appreciation event uh, for the T-Hanger project. We held that on uh, November 18th. We had a little uh, coffee trailer. Uh, the owners of Streamline Coffee brought their uh, coffee trailer out and we parked it in front of the T-Hanger unit A6 and Chris Coleman and I also grilled up some pancakes that day and I, I just thought it was a, a fun event. I know uh, Doug was there, it helped build some uh, camaraderie among air, airport tenants and uh, uh, a good time was had by all hopefully. So I think that concludes my report tonight, Clancy. All right, thanks. Um, I have one minor comment. Um, anybody on the board who is interested in attending um, either the uh, KAA meeting in October and so forth, or maybe even four states should let either me or Scott know so that we can plan appropriately for that. I'd like to okay. That. So um, that said, okay, Lloyd, I guess we're ready for you. Ready for me? I guess, uh, yeah. Um, this is this is Ron. I've got a couple of questions on uh, sir, the sir, Ron, go manager's ahead. report. Um, do we have a, can you show a picture of the monument sign that's been put on? I hadn't heard that we, that that all got approved. It'd be nice to see what that's going to look like. I'm pretty sure, Ron, that I posted a picture on our November 4th uh, agenda items, but uh, if you can't find it there, I'll be sure to, to send you one. Clancy was wearing a lapel pin. We already have uh, lapel pins uh, created. And the other thing I forget to mention was um, we did order a few items for our aviation youth camp uh, that I brought those tonight that we'll be able to hand out to the kids uh, for that. Um, and we also ordered some lapel pins uh, that depict the monument sign, Ron, but I was holding off on uh, publicizing that until that thing is uh, constructed out at the airport, but we're to, ready to go with it. I can try to hold it up, Ron, if it'll make any difference to you. It is the Gary Fish design, uh, Ron. Can you see it? Oh, it's basically the Gary Fish one. Good. That'll be, that'll be good. I remember what that looks like. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Good. And then I got uh, just one other comment. You mentioned that you met with the uh, AOPA rep. Did you keep Larry Kellogg in the loop on that? Because he's our local AOPA rep. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I can certainly reach out to Larry. They are normally on our calls, but I've noticed they haven't been the last couple meetings. Uh, but I will make a note to reach out to, to Larry. Yeah, I think they're, they spend winters in Florida, so they're probably at their house in Florida right now. Um, they should be on the invite list. I, I think they are and have been in the past. So I will do that. Okay. Great. Thanks. That's all I had. Any thanks. further comments? Okay, Lloyd, I guess you're on now. Lloyd, yeah, very good. I, uh, while we're talking about that topic, I might notice that. Lloyd, get to the microphone. Would that help? Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, get closer. I did notice uh, Westar was out there today doing what you were just talking about. I was hoping maybe they might re remove that old pole that's not being used for years and years. If you 
if you're aware, you might look at it next time you're out. There's a pole that's been abandoned for years. I think it went out to the old AD, uh, ADF or whatever it was. It'd be nice if they could pull that out of there while they're at it. It's kind of an eyesore. But um, other than that, I, I might just uh, state that we had a good, even with the weather from last Saturday with the um, Houston game, we had a good, I think there were 10 jets. That was, that was it, primarily jets because of the weather. Uh, and at least three of them were, was the heavy iron. I mean, the uh, Falcon 900, I think we had a 2000 even. So uh, ramp does need to be built up and <laughs> grown. For, but it, a good turnout from that. If we'd had good weather, then I don't know what would happen. But roughly three quarters of the ramp was full just because of the size of the aircraft that came in. So good. Lloyd, I have a question for you. How is the uh, the moving of all of the football games to Kansas City going to affect? Well, well it, yeah, yeah, it will. It, it will. Are they going to still fly into Lawrence, or do you think they'll go someplace else? Well, it could be they would come in here because we do get a fair amount of traffic on the Friday afternoon before the game day, so we still may see quite a few that come in Friday and then they just work their rides out of Lawrence just like everybody else and come back to part after the game. I, I don't know. I was just curious if there's... I haven't, haven't heard anything to one yeah. con. Of course, the one being at, uh, or what, two of them going to be there at the Legend, so they couldn't get in closer anyway. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. If we keep one in a football, we're going to have to figure it out, aren't we? Yeah. So start, we might see more traffic for football than basketball one day. Well, if, you, if there's any recommendation you have about what we can do to help, let us know. Yeah. Well, I think as we get closer, we start hearing what the yeah. results are from that. But I, I would imagine that the ones that are coming in on Fridays anyway would come in Friday regardless. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for thinking of it, though. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, anybody else at the moment. Okay. I would like to let anybody on the board at this point, including you, David, uh, make any comments about what you've been doing or what you think the board needs to know about anything that you've been up to. Carrie, you were, you did the, uh, the uh, stakeholders meeting with, uh, with yeah. Carver. Anything else up that we need to know about? No, I think everything I said earlier probably okay. is the only main thing I had. Tiffany? Other than the CIP work that we've discussed and a little bit of what Scott has discussed, um, we're excited at the chamber to host a new member reception and we did think of our beautiful refurbished airport as a wonderful venue for not only our chamber board of directors but our economic development board of directors and a bunch of new businesses and entrepreneurs to come and see how our airport is really playing a vital role in economic development. And I think that's very, very exciting. So I thank you all for that, yeah, that opportunity to have such a fun, cool venue. And I hope that will be just the first of events that we begin to hold out there as a community and really highlight what our airport partnership can look like. Okay. Chris? I think it's a um, great idea, uh, Tiffany. Connecting the community to the airport, I think, is the key. Get more people out there to see what an asset we have. Um, you know, right now I'm just continuing to work, uh, you know, on the master plan update, uh, can, uh, staying involved in that process. Uh, was out at the visionary meeting and then I stayed on for the open house that evening and 
Uh, I think uh, those were that was a good meeting. Uh, would have liked to have seen more people turn out for the open house, but that's all right. Um, and then, as Scott mentioned, uh, we uh, we put on a little pancake feed for our tenants, and we decided that's kind of a fun thing. We may try to do that more often as the weather gets better uh, this spring. We'll maybe do that again. So, okay. Carrie, I wanted to ask you about the um, aviation youth camp. You were at that. Meeting. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I think this, that was since our last meeting. Yeah, we had Scott was there, and a couple of us. A couple other board members were there. Um, it seems like planning is going really well. I, think, I can't remember what the date that we kind of tentatively put in. Scott, do you remember? It uh, was May 18th. Uh, well, we've got a date set for the yeah. camp of May 18th, and then we've got another planning meeting, I think, March, uh, March 26th, I believe. Yeah, so we just kind of just discussed the, some of the different modules that we're planning on having out there. Kind of seems like in the past that we've had it where we kind of moved kids from station to station to station, and that's worked out pretty well. So it sounds like the plan is to kind of to try to do something like that again. Are, so, are you getting enough people? I think so. I mean, I think we still are looking for, we, we talked about doing airplane rides, and I think we're still looking for a couple more pilots to maybe donate airplane time and, and things like that. But I think we're moving in the right direction generally. Okay, thanks. Yeah. David? Anything? Uh, just another thing uh, to mention that I, I did previously that uh, came up in the stakeholder interview was obviously in addition to all things football-related, the conference center is part of the 11th and Mississippi project. Um, you know, discussing how that is going to be positioned as a resource for the community at large. Um, certainly, you know, there'll be some KU uses of it. We want it uh, to be uh, utilized there, but the focus will be on bringing in outside groups into Lawrence uh, to utilize that facility. And obviously, um, having the airport benefit from that would go human. Okay, great, thanks. And I had one thing that I forgot to ask, and that is, um, to either Melissa or um, Angela, would it help in the city budgeting process if the aviation board drafts a letter to support um, the um, funding for an airport manager? It won't hurt. Won't hurt? Okay. Then board, I need a motion for me to draft a letter so that you can <laughs> sign it. I'll make that motion. Okay. I'll second. Okay. Anybody opposed? Okay, good. It passes. <laughs> I will do that and get that around for signature. Um, got the Aviation Youth Camp update, I think, because Jim's not here. He's in, in route right now. So, oh. Gary, you're, you're elected for that. If there's anything else you want to add? No. Oh, I, I see it now, the date on the calendar. Thank you, Scott. For it. <laughs> I didn't realize it was right in front of me. <laughs> okay. And then um, Kansas, uh, next is the Kansas Association of Airport Meetings in Topeka. And Tiffany wants to go. I know I'd like to attend. Is, if anybody else would like to go, please, you know, let me or Scott know. Yeah, and I'd be. For four states. Okay, Carrie. I'd be very interested. And I, oh, I got yeah, to. yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to go to the four states conference last year. Really okay. enjoyed it. If no one else wants to go, I would definitely go back, but definitely also willing to, okay. you know, share the, share the opportunities with others. But Chris, it was a great time. Do you want to do either? Um, you know, through the years when I was back out in Rooks County, I went to the four state several times. Uh, I, I'd be interested in t attending okay. the four state. Okay. Tiffany, are you interested? I'm, in I'm going to skip four states. Okay. I have a possible commitment that will conflict, and I'm, it was my choice. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Um, Doug, I think we're ready for you to talk to us about the Lawrence Pilots Association. <laughs> Mr. Doug Tillman here. Hi. 
Uh, good evening, everybody. I uh, appreciate the opportunity to speak about this. Um, a small group of people, about eight or nine people, met a couple of weeks ago about forming a Lawrence Pilots Association. And um, we agreed to do that. Um, we now have 26 people signed up. Um, this is a non-ownership flying club, essentially, of people that are just interested in aviation around Lawrence, especially around Lawrence Airport. Um, anyone interested in aviation uh, in the region, we really do want to make it a, 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 an organization that includes people, anybody that uses the airport in particular, even if they're just flying approaches to the airport and not landing. Um, we want to include them so that we can share information and get information from them uh, about uh, needed improvements and things like that. If you take lessons at Lawrence or practice approaches, if you live around Lawrence, if you want to just learn more about aviation or just hang out with pilots and have fun, I mean, that's, that's really uh, one of our primary goals is to um, just get together and enjoy ourselves and socialize a, a little bit more around the airport with the airport as the center for that. So our goals are to improve and develop the airport specifically this airport, to increase pilots' knowledge, skill, and safety, promote public understanding and appreciation of aviation, strengthen ties between the airport and the community, support education through aviation, and just share aviation adventures and have fun. So it hasn't really been decided yet what our activities will be this year. We, we talked about having a first one be a meeting uh, at the airport on April 20th, at which um, Ron Renz offered to give a presentation about flying the Atlantic um, as a program. And that's kind of the thing that we want to do, have a social event with a program of some kind. Could be an, a an FAA safety program, uh, somebody locally speaking about the airport, certainly updates about the airport master plan and plans for airport development, things like that. Just keeping people informed and gathering opinion uh, from pilots that use the airport. Uh, we have set up a Google group for communication, which is essentially an email mechanism. And so we are, I'm, I'm adding email, <clears throat> excuse me, email addresses to that as I receive them. Uh, I've posted um, about that on KC Aviators Facebook group and I've received about 10 responses to that so far in the past week. And as far as I'm concerned, everybody in this room is interested in aviation, so your email address should be, I added Carrie today, um, your email address should be receiving, uh, uh, should be set up as part of that and receive all of our communications. Um, go Chiefs. Yes. Right? All right. Are there any questions about that? What do you need from us, Doug? A place well, to meet. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to send out um, a, a, an opportunity for more involvement. I think we need a program committee. We need a program chair to start setting up some uh, schedule of, of activities. How many meetings do you think uh, you might try to plan every year? Is that still up in the air? 
Well, this goes back to, uh, I'm reminded of uh, the, the club that I used to belong to, which was Arrowhawk Flying Club, uh, which was when I started flying in 78, had 80 members. Uh, and they were all pilots. And we had a meeting every month. And our practice was to have a, a kind of a business meeting and a program locally every month, and then uh, every other month. And then in between, we would go somewhere fly out somewhere and just go for you know for lunch or visit a, a museum or yeah. uh, go to an FAA facility or something like that so that's kind of what I had in mind I don't want I don't know if we want to do that that often this year it, it'll probably take us a while to get it started so still early stages yeah okay yeah thanks I think it's a great idea yeah. anybody have anything else yeah. gather names and help spread the word yeah okay. yes Send me your email address. <laughs> I'll right. add you. Yeah. Thank you for putting it together. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Doug. I, I know it's something uh, we've been talking about uh, for a few years now, so we appreciate your yeah. support. I didn't mention, uh, since I started this, I've heard that there are two KU student groups that are related to aviation. There's one that is a KU engineering group. Uh, actually, there's it's... There's an RC, pro, RC modeling engineering student group, and there's another one of there's just students that are interested in aviation. So we're going to try tie in with them and make sure that they're aware of what we're doing and vice versa. And then we have a reporter here from the UDK tonight. Maybe yeah. he can uh, help you get connected to those groups. Excellent. Yep. All right. Thanks, Doug. And uh, if there's nothing else. Um, this is Ron. I got... One more thing I'd like to talk about. Um, if you let me share my screen, I don't know if that's possible. Um, I just tried to do that. Um, the GP-180 airplane, which you may not be aware of, uh, it's a three-surface airplane. It's built by Piaggio in Italy. And that design is a KU professor's aerodynamic design. It was designed by Jan Roskam back in the late 1970s, early 1980s. Um, and it's a pretty good airplane. And I finally get to get a chance to work on one. We got a contract to work on an airplane in uh, London, the Biggin Hill Airport. And I get to work with a fellow that I worked with in Germany about 10 years ago who's now the manager of the facility we're working in. So I think that's pretty exciting with a Lawrence, Kansas, KU tie. All right, Ron, you can make another program for Doug on that. <laughs> yeah, it would really be pretty interesting. I'm not going to tell anybody why, why I'm going to work on the airplane because it it's a very interesting project. But anyway, and we're also going to Japan uh, company that I've been working with quite a while uh, in Nagasaki uh, recently got their FAA certification because of uh, we helped them get that and we're going over for their second FAA audit uh, at the uh, end of February so I should have brought that up way earlier for public comment but I forgot about it so I thought I'd do it now <laughs> it's okay Ron thanks glad you glad you tuned in um, is there anything else from anybody? Okay, I have one more item. We have to congratulate Gary Gooch. He got his multi-engine rating. Congratulations. <laughs> 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 Our next meeting is Wednesday, April 3rd, 
And with that, I need a motion to adjourn. I shall move. Chris? I second. Anybody opposed? We're adjourned. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Brett. I saw you jumping on. Uh, I think we got everything covered tonight. Appreciate you. Just one step closer okay. up into your bear.